Welcome to the Salmon Poetry Podcast. Salmon Poetry is an Irish publisher based in Ennis Diamond, County Clare, home to our bookshop and literary centre. You can find our titles and new projects on www.salmonpoetry.com. Salmon Poetry is supported by the Arts Council of Ireland. Hi, my name is Sheila Black, and I'm reading from my collection, Radium Dream. And I'm going to start with the very first poem in the book, which is called Vivid Section. How you bisected me, the elegance of the scars, the disease, it was not chemical. You could not cure it. I cling to this chill. Watch how I unfurl before it, flag of myself, a mirror distorted. This body, it is nothing. In an instant, I could transform it. Now it is a lake spreading outward. Now small and blank, a flat stone poised in a hand. It breaks apart, only the grains of it. Listen how they drift and scratch. The old shapes, the forms that were broken, are still here. They reassemble, a buzz, a communion. They promise me courage, other virtues. The rough shield, freedom from pain. They tell me I am this or this, tube of calcium, star of blue phosphorus burning. Now the reenactment. Chips fall from a chisel, joints burst into loud red flower. A bird flies out of my mouth and into the ceiling. I've always been really interested in the myth of Persephone and Demeter. So this is a little bit of a version of that. And it's called For Persephone. The stories of the girls who go silent become like water left out all night, which tastes after a time of dust, no longer glimmering, alive. It is terrible to forget you have a body. It is terrible to have a body. And spring, when even the tiniest shoot seems fated to grow until spongy and overblown. In bloom, then breaking, she realized one day she had only ever dared the merest trace of herself, rust mark on the bed of blank sheets. She had only ever learned to be as under a roving eye, the one strafed over like a wall or a tree. She had only ever longed for the door in the side of the mountain that led to the bone valley and the masks on the wall and the notion that were she to put one on, she could speak in the voices of lions. The last poem I'm going to read today comes from an experience my daughter had, actually. For a time, she worked in a big Apple call center as one of the... Um, the people who help you when your phone's broken. And this poem is called My Mission. 
is to surprise and delight. My daughter works in the Apple Store, the Help Center, open 24-7, people from all 50 states angry because their iPhones malfunctioned or they don't know how to program their data plans. She practices sounding knowledgeable yet ditzy, mysterious yet lucid, and able to reassure. She has never been ranked down for a bad conversation, and they rate every call. Some of the kids lose it, the ones who get fired, a bit better than minimum wage, but not much. You get addicted to the notion, what would it mean to be the perfect Apple helper every time? They reward her with t-shirts. You are the future in a pretty Apple box and letters signed Apple. We know you have dreams. We know you are the one we've been waiting for. They have taken over the Wells Fargo Bank building downtown. A row of white apple cubicles made of slick plastic, beautifully designed. Steve Jobs said, simplicity takes effort. He said, apple is for the person with the unique mind. After work, my daughter and her coworkers bend over their iPhones. When I say rosemary, my daughter Googles a picture of it. Her latest t-shirt bears the slogan, my mission is to surprise and delight. This annoys her faintly. How could I wear it outside the Apple Help Center, she asks. Apple loves you, says the latest letter. I wanna say you, Steve Jobs, did not invent a machine alone. No, you, Steve Jobs, invented a new form of loneliness. No wonder you were not able to live forever. The body has to get its own back somehow. How you have separated each from each, self from self, the anti-parable in which all breads and loaves become as one. The silver apple, which will never be edible, will never be baked into any kind of pie. I ask my daughter how she does it. Eight hours, call after call, and everyone angry or sad or simply frustrated. I never speak as myself, she replies, but as phone girl. Phone girl has no past, no present, no family. Phone girl is all light and longing. She is only a voice, and a voice can be anything. My daughter holds out her hands. She is a light you can see straight through.